Hello there, good timers. December 30th, 2020. I hope you stick around to the very end of this podcast. Pat and I have uh, some sincere thank yous uh, to dish out to everybody this year. Other than that, we're talking about the health benefits of coffee and also caffeine. Some great stuff, some really practical information in this episode. Um, these good times keep rolling around here. Uh, we're doing our best. Uh, Pat and I will be jumping in the ocean together on Friday, New Year's. If you have any awesome New Year's uh, traditions, feel free to share them because I'm always looking for a new way to ring in the new year. All right, my friends, enjoy this episode from Good Times Coffee Company. That would be Pat and Ted. Check us out on Instagram, Good Times Coffee Company. Go to the website, gtcoffeeco.com, to get a full view of all of our products and such. And really, thank you for a wonderful, fantastic, stupendous, awesome, fun-filled, dream-packed year. We appreciate all of you. Take care. See you soon. See you next year. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, all good timers alike, it's Ted and Pat. Hello. Welcome back once again. Once again, we have an episode that is near and dear to our hearts as well as our minds and bodies. The health benefits of the magic bean of coffee. As well as caffeine. As that well is the, as caffeine. And which they, they correlate. So They do correlate. And they also, I would say there's a wide array of debate in the whole topic of health as it pertains to caffeine. Uh, mm-hmm. Caffeine alone, I mean, depends who you ask. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, you know, good that luck. Is, I actually have, I have a lot of information about that too, because things that I actually, I actually learned about it too, uh, while kind of brushing up on some research, um, I'll, uh, I guess, I mean, we'll get into the, uh, the health benefits. I'll spit out some facts like usual. Um, don't worry, everyone. We've done the research for you because it's- Yes, these hard. are all re- also because these are health-related things. You know, there's uh, <laughs> reputable, reputable sources. I got these from Mayo Clinic, Johns Hopkins, things like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I can also start out by and saying that um, obviously there's a lot of health benefits with coffee. And through the years, you've probably heard the negative effects uh, of coffee as well. Uh, It's back and forth. Things that I actually found out about those negative results, um, they found that scientists actually went back on those results because they, what they didn't put into account was that it was, uh, it was kind of, they realized it was just too hard to look at one aspect of of diet and connect it to a specific health condition. Uh, And they actually found that a lot of these coffee drinkers they used in their, um, in their studies uh, were heavy tobacco users because, um, and actually had very Uh, inactive lifestyles. uh Uh, So, uh, which kind of highlights the positive results to this, which we're going to (laughs) do. These are what we call independent variables, people. Yes, yes. I I mean, if you think about it, most coffee drinkers uh, tend to be uh, smokers as well. It's a... Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't judge it either. Uh, I'm glad to not smoke anymore, for sure. Right. Um, but you know, certainly, every, 
it, everything's a drug in life. It's just a matter of what it, you're, what you're going to choose and how much you're going to choose of it. That's true. Caffeine is a drug. We'll get yeah. into that as well. Yeah. Um, so they say the ideal amount of coffee to drink per person uh, is anywhere from three to five cups a day. Oh, uh, man. Uh, which is more than I thought, but that's, I mean, that's what they've, they've, and it was pretty consistent throughout everyone's studies. Uh, obviously you can drink less than, you know, three cups, but they say ideally, yeah, why would you, you know, exactly. You know, obviously we've all been there where we've had more probably. Uh, one time, one time Pat and I did a calculation on how many cups of coffee are technically in a bag of ours. I think it's yeah. 63. And yes, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But then we're like, there's no way we drink one cup of coffee a day. Me and Pat, at no, least, anyways. No, and that's, I guess that's, that's six ounce servings, right? That we yeah, calculated, yeah, which is technically the, the, that's the, that's the amount of, of, uh, of a cup of coffee, usually. Seven not grams of the uh, powder. Yeah. Um, of course. So the they were saying they're the ones that obviously, uh, the ones that should kind of watch their coffee intake are people with high cholesterol, uh, caffeine sensitive. Uh, if you're pregnant or if you're a minor, they don't do, they don't, the body just doesn't kind of process coffee that well. Um, well you know what, man, I've never been pregnant, but I have been a minor. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've been I, drinking I, coffee since like four. I just want to put that I, out. I mean, there. I, I was drinking coffee in, in my early teens. Yeah. Uh, no, I was not consuming a pot a day. Right. And it, it, I want to talk about our own fluctuations of coffee use. I'm going to, I'm going to use that term use because, mm -hmm. you know, it is a drug in a sense. Uh, and it, anything it of any, anything of anything, too much of anything could of course be a bad thing. I get it, but I was drinking at least like 10, 10 cups of coffee a day at one point. And I'm not recommending anyone go down it, <laughs> but I tried for like a few months. I'm like, I just wonder what the effects of this will be. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 there's good and bad to it. It's everything in moderation. Once again, if you stay, it's with anything in this world, anything in moderation. Uh, so if you stay within that three to five cup range, it's the, that's the, the solid amount you can get, uh, and will have these, uh, benefits, which they have found multiple studies. They've been studying this for decades, coffee. It's the most consumed beverage in the world. So there's a lot of studies involved in this. Uh, they found that it, reduces the risk of things like heart attacks, stroke, Parkinson's disease, type two diabetes, dementia, Alzheimer's, liver disease, colon and liver cancer, amongst some other things. And then depression, it, it, it's a mood booster. Um, You're damn right. Yeah. I feel good right now. Um, exactly. Look at my mug, dude. Wait. <laughs> Speaking of depression and for those who yeah, exactly. are it on audio, I got a big old smiley face as a mug. I sort of right. reminds me of my brother for some reason. Right. But anyways, uh, yo, and you mentioned cholesterol. I do want to back up to that point, actually. Mm -hmm. I've read a lot about this, too. So I am a person with genetically uh, disposed, indi whatever. I have high cholesterol due to yeah. my genetics. Um, I mean, I floated up to like 300 at some point, which for my age and body type is, eh, it's not recommended, but I had no choice in the matter. Um, it's beyond how I eat to some degree. And uh, it has gone down and whatnot. But for coffee purposes, inter interestingly enough, and much to my dismay, they say unfiltered coffee. Uh, you shake, yeah, you're saying, yeah, that was actually something I don't have that uh, as a thing, but that is something I came across is that, um, what was it? If it's, uh, if it is for high blood pressure, right? That was what it, it cholesterol. Cholesterol. That's okay. Cholesterol. Yeah. And they say that, um, filtered coffee is the way to drink it for high cholesterol. So yeah, I no. uh, think you would it, obviously drip coffee maker, but, uh, you would want to steer clear of, um, of, 
French press or espresso. Yeah, you know what, though? That's what they recommend. And I'm right. only going to say, again, I drink it every day. My cholesterol levels have gone down. So I've actually had myself as an example of measure. Mm-hmm. You know, I do drink it every day. I'm not uh, below 200, which let's just say 200 is like the max they say is a, is a healthy amount. And right. I don't even know what the HDL and the L that, that goes somewhere else for that information. Right. <laughs> but, right. I, but I can tell I probably should know some of this stuff considering mm-hmm. I have to pay attention to it. But right. no, I have this, uh, I basically take this uh, medicine, but it's not a medicine. It's not a prescription of anything. It's kind of a mix of it's more vitamins than it is medicine. And uh, that's worked for me. It was recommended by some holistic doctor and whatnot. But I only put all that out there because I don't think it actually should stop you if you enjoy a French press. Like, I'm, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not letting Once it again, they me. say mo- moderation. And moderation. Then, there you the go. Others, I mean, the thing that they say with all this too is, is, is not everyone's going to be the same. So if you have, we're not saying That's if you right. have high cholesterol, steer clear. Right. Right. Uh, but um, that doesn't mean that French press is going to affect your cholesterol. It all depends. Um, yeah. Every body, every bo- person's body, you know, processes these, these chemicals essentially differently. So yeah. even uh, caffeine, which you had stated is yeah. uh, very much differently handled by all of us. When I yeah. was doing probably 10 to 12 cups of coffee a day, I, I did that for a reason, by the way, someone I know uh, was basically a pot a day drinker. And he, his whole point is my uncle. He said, you want to be awake during the day so that you can sleep at night. Basically, yeah. I was trying to fix, I wouldn't call it insomnia, but I was up for hours at a, at a time at night. Um, occasionally, it still happens. I've just never been a great sleeper, though. So who knows where it stems from or whatever. Uh, but I was trying to fix that uh, issue in my own life. And so I thought, okay, I'll try this method. I'll try and be really awake through the day. And I was drinking a lot of coffee. And right. um, did it help? Eh, not really so much, but I will tell you, it kind of deadened my sensibility to uh, caffeine to a certain extent. And uh, I feel like I still have some of that still in me, actually, like caffeine just doesn't do me uh, the the amount that it would that most people, I, I think there are a lot of people out there, tell me if you're one of them that drink coffee for the purpose of caffeine. I, I would say most people do. Yeah, uh, and it, like I, said, I like I just said, is everyone everyone metabolizes caffeine differently. So there's people like, I mean, you're, I, you or I will have a cup of coffee at times where it's mm. been nine or 10 PM yeah. and we've slept just fine. Whereas someone Part like, of course, <laughs> yeah. Whereas someone like my mother, she has to, she can't have a cup of coffee past noon or else it'll affect her sleep. So mm. it's, it all depends on the person. Usually as you get older, you, your body starts, doesn't, isn't able to metabolize caffeine as quickly. Uh, tell tell uh, Betty it's all in her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> noon are you kidding <laughs> noon. Um, it's about 2 p.m right now of course what are you drinking i'm drinking a uh so i actually just got a brand new espresso maker mm. uh, the other day so i am very christmas a, a black dog uh espresso oh dude lucky is, that's the one yeah. that's probably one of my best espresso. i think it's, it's a black. very good espresso uh coffee that we have yeah, I'm drinking unfiltered black dog because I like it unfiltered and I don't care. Damn it. I don't care. One <laughs> bit. Uh, I'm, I'm a recluse. I'm reckless. Yeah. Yo, um, I, I guess I, I just want to mark this date and time too. This is probably our last podcast of the year. Probably yeah. it is. It's the 30th. Yeah, it definitely is. Tomorrow we'll be busy. Yep. We, uh, we'll be eating cookies, <laughs> uh, you know, smaller group than usual. I mean, usually our, of course, New Year's party uh, 
extends to like 50 people. I have no idea how many people are there each year. It's just different every year. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's, that is going to be missed this year. But I'm excited, dude, that you're going to be joining me in the ocean uh, New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, we are That's, going to Polar Bear Plunge yes. on Friday. We've done it together uh, at a different plunge. And this this one, of course, is kind of unofficial this year because uh, they, well, they canceled it. Go yeah. figure, you know, it's uh, another par for the course of the year. Everything's canceled, but I'm still jumping in the ocean because you can't stop me. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it for like 15 years at this point. And so now my very best friend gets to join me. Man. Wow. Look at this. Ooh, for it. Already. It's going to keep me warm in the ocean to know that you're with me. <laughs> Do you know why this is this is beyond uh, random and it doesn't belong in this podcast, but it is a point of interest to me. Why is December the winter solstice, the point at which the sun is the furthest away from the earth? Why is that not the coldest time of year? Why is it in January? Do you know why it's not the coldest point of the year? January is the coldest point of the year, but the sun is furthest away in December. Right. You know why this is? No idea. It's all about the ocean temperature. So the ocean temperature stays cooler for longer. And it's kind of this after effect in the coming weeks after the solstice that the cooled oceans are now affecting all of the air temperature around the globe and uh, vice versa. As we get closer to summer, the sun, the heat from the south will come up and do its thing and kind of combat that. I, man, I don't know why. I I, I got to have my own weather podcast. Of course, it'd only be one episode long because I don't really know much at all. But I, I just find such great interest in it. And of course, honestly, the weather is directly related to what we do, only in that we need specific weather to have coffee on Earth. Sure. Uh, none of it being, you know, as we know, grown in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. But, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's my fun fact of interest for the day for you, besides um, all of our coffee uh, factoids. Factoids, yeah. Which, factoids. Uh, <laughs> so I'll get back into it, and I'll tell you the reason why coffee <laughs> is is good. Yeah, bring me back. <laughs> um, we've covered a lot of it already. I was lying. Maybe caffeine still does affect me. I do notice that lately. It's been coming back, actually, full force. Yeah. Caffeine does affect me a bit. Okay. I, I'd be lying if I said it didn't anymore. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, um, coffee... Yeah is as you and i know filled with antioxidants uh which i didn't know just like the ica fruit or whatever it's called yeah what is what's the the, uh uh, acai i think how it's it's correctly pronounced i like it the best i like that pronunciation the best but actually funny you should say that because coffee is the largest source of antioxidants in the u.s diet and that actually over overtakes fruit and vegetable consumption. Yeah. It's, and that's, it's mostly because the majority, I think they said like 80% of adults, us adults drink coffee and the amount that they drink just overpowers the amount of fruits and vegetables that most people intake. So their main source of antioxidants is from coffee. So I don't need vegetables. Right. Exactly. Mm. Just drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But it it also has magnesium and potassium in it, uh, which helps with that. We were talking with that blood, uh, the insulin levels of blood sugar, which goes back to the diabetic thing. Um, The biggest antioxidant is called chlorogenic acid, um, which has been shown to reduce inflammation um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. play a key role, they say, with with, uh, obesity. So with weight loss. Now, I'm not saying that this is a, a fat burner by any means, but it, it assists with metabolic rates. And might, like that. might wake your ass up for the gym. 
you know? And, well, uh, I mean, well, actually, I mean, that kind of leads us into caffeine, which is the, uh, the next topic. And uh, one of the other health benefits uh, from coffee uh, is from caffeine and uh, that it, it increases your adrenaline, adrenaline level. Uh, yeah. That's why people, I mean, I've seen people at the gym drinking coffee. I know, I see that. Workout, which <laughs> to me is wild, but yeah, you know, to each their own. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's shown to, to, to really boost your, your energy. So. These are the same men who hang out in the locker room for a half hour at a time. Yes. Like yeah. And they could drink in their Dunkin' Donuts bar. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I've seen it too many times, actually. Right. <laughs> Both yeah, the naked it, men and the Dunkin' Donuts inside <laughs> of the locker room. Uh, the beauty of the gym. That's one thing I do miss this year, of course. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what, and there was one thing, though. I want to back it up to um, what we were just talking about before caffeine. Oh, the blood, the insulin levels. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. I, we're going to do this another day. I want to really go into this has more about the habits of culture than mm -hmm. it does necessarily what I'm about to go into. But, you know, I used to eat breakfast every single day of my life and I would wake up starving, like not actually starving. You know, I, I certainly was eating plenty of food in a day, but I would wake up hungry as all hell need to eat or else I'm going to feel sick. And I have not now had breakfast except for occasional like omelets that I treat myself with occasionally. And then, you know, that's about it in a month, once or twice. But I mean, now I don't eat breakfast at all. I haven't for years and I can only attribute that. And even still, still to the day, sometimes I wake up and I'm hungry. I'm like, ah, I want to eat today. But then all I do is make coffee. And it yeah. is my, like, if you're into, if you, if, if you know out there and Pat, we know intermittent fasting is a thing. Right. We try and just as a matter that's how i control how much i eat because every meal i eat is not it's not measured in small or medium it's just always large so in order to control how much i eat uh in a given day which is because if, if i were left to my own devices here i would just eat it all um and i have i have eaten i have tried to get to the one meal a day thing just for fun try that out but i would end up eating three meals inside that one meal and it was like not healthy at all Right. So I'm just saying that for me, coffee was a big help in getting over that like morning bump of uh, feeling I, I need something or else, you know, and, and it really allowed me to kind of focus and um, for, for my own benefit to not have breakfast, not that I'm saying you should or shouldn't, but for me in my life, the coffee was such a, a suppressant in a healthy way. It is an appetite suppressant, right? Sure. I mean, I agree. That's why, I mean, like you said, I, I have done intermittent fasting for now, I don't know, two or three years. Um, although my, the way my body is, is I'm, I'm a person who gets hungrier throughout the day. So I usually don't have an appetite. So intermittent fasting was actually a breeze for me, whereas most people yeah. wouldn't be. Uh, but I do have, while staying in that intermittent fasting, I do have a cup of black coffee every morning. And that really gets me like energized. I mean, uh, it would probably be a lot harder for me to do intermittent fasting if I wasn't drinking coffee. Every um, it's because also it's easier for the body to process these uh, chemicals and what's going on inside the body as opposed to stuff. It's the same reason why um, I don't know if you know this or if you follow it. I don't even follow this all the time, but to not drink water during your meal is like a big mm -hmm. thing. You right. know, it's, it, it, it's a matter of letting the body do 
uh, one thing at a time. So is it going to digest food or is it going to process water? Like it, these are, you know, I know, I know we don't need to stick to these as like absolute rules in a day, but I think the stomach, the digestive system as a whole is just happier when it has more time with one thing and coffee. Uh, it is a lot to process, you know, as you mentioned, it does, it does have uh, attributes to it that need to go down um, just as they are. Uh, magnesium, for instance, uh, uh, is is something uh, easier to digest that I believe on an empty stomach. I believe that might be mm -hmm. the case. Um, isn't that also part of what, you know, going to the bathroom is all about? With yeah, coffee, yeah. it helps, uh, which also caffeine does as a yeah, diuretic, yeah. Uh, which uh, actually I've even heard. And when I was looking through all this, they, you know, the, the big question with caffeine in general, but coffee is it dehydrates you. And that's not necessarily true. Uh, right. yes, it flushes out the system as a diuretic. Um, but they say that your body, I mean, well, one, you're replenishing the amount of water that gets flushed out by coffee gets replenished by the, the water that's actually in your coffee, but also, yes. um, your body gets used to, if you drink coffee every day and they even said, um, the certain times of day, uh, if you are consistent with it, it's the same time of day that you're consuming coffee. Generally, your body gets used to that. And the whole dehydration thing with coffee, your body won't be dehydrated off of coffee. Yeah. If you're worried about it, drink some water before. you. Right. And yeah, I mean, obviously like yeah. I get, I do get dry mouth after yeah. drinking coffee, black yeah. coffee. And, um, I mean, I just drink water. It's, it's a yeah, just that. drink water. It really is. Don't make it, says, it a thing. It's, just drink water. <laughs> it really just comes down to anything in life. If you're thirsty, just drink some water. Drink <laughs> more water, man. This one, I was on a random sales job many years ago. I was inside of a man's house. He just got done, not a heart attack, but something serious of with his heart. And he said he had to limit coffee now to four cups in the morning. And he told me specifically, his doctor said, well, do you drink water in the morning? He says, no, I just drink coffee. He drinks a full pot of coffee in the morning. And all the doctor said was, all right, well, for every cup of coffee you have, have a cup of water too. And right. he's like, and so that was something that always stuck with me. It yeah. just seemed like a little bit of common sense. If you're feeling I mean, well, like I think you're you should drink, You should be drinking water in the morning when you get up anyways. That's true. <laughs> but, um, do you yeah. chug water when you get up? Because I, I try to, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. do it as I try to. I just like wake up so thirsty. <sighs> yeah, I usually do. Yeah. Um, so uh, with caffeine, well, uh, I mean, a lot of this is pretty obvious, but it helps your mental alertness. Uh, There's also such thing as fog too with it. Too. I mean, oh my god, is, yeah. Well, like I said, it's overdoing it. It can, know? yes. I mean, everything. It's uh, caffeine's a drug. It's a stimulant, so you can easily overdo it. People feels, are allergic to feels, caffeine. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it. So it it stimulates the central nervous system. Uh, it it you know it boosts production of neurotransmitters and ser like serotonin and dopamine. Um, so that's what that's the part that elevates your mood. Uh, yeah. It's but, also the you know, part that makes you suffer if you miss coffee. Exactly, which, which will bring us into now decaf. So there's, I mean, there's, we're going to get into this with why we don't do decaf. Um, but the positives to decaf, if you, if, if you are, like I said earlier, if you suffer from, um, from uh, if you're caffeine sensitive or if you suffer from, uh, if you easily get anxiety, because caffeine can also uh, affect your anxiety levels. Um, or if you simply just suffer from insomnia, they say you should probably not drink coffee. Um, yeah. Decaf would be your, your alternative here. Um, and uh, the positive to decaf is 
it's got the same amount of antioxidants and all those nutrients we talked about earlier, uh, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. minus the, the caffeine. Um, mm -hmm. Now, this will then get into why we personally don't sell decaf coffee because decaf coffee, actually, the process of decaffeinating coffee um, is really not good. Um, in fact, the, the process for you, is for, for you, is for, 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 yeah, for your body, because the way they process the, the um, how they get extract the caffeine out of coffee usually um, is to soak them in a solvent, which is usually from uh, they, they mix, they say methylene chloride or ethyl acetate, which uh, they're chemicals. And in fact, methyl, hmm. methylene chloride, they say is found in paint strippers um, wow. and degreasers. That's, uh, so that's, that's how it alarming. easily extracts caffeine. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the reason why we don't do decaf. It kind of stems away from our whole natural um, yeah. whole coffee. Natural, uh, organic, grown, leave it as it is. Right. Like, I mean, it's just nature. Now, <laughs> there is a way to um to naturally extract caffeine it's called yeah. it's called the swiss water process um and <laughs> ironically enough it's actually not there's only one place in the world that does this process and it's actually in british columbia canada um and i actually looked up their website it's a it's a place that does i mean they 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 do caffeine, uh, decaffeinated coffee. Uh, they produce it for a lot of people. It's a, it's a giant, giant company, but, um, it's expensive, but it is certified organic. It's kosher. It's hundred percent chemical free. And, um, I'll explain the process cause it actually is kind of interesting how they do it. Um, yeah. and, um, it, there diagrams online. There is a diagram, and I actually, I'm so I'm looking at a diagram right now. Um, yeah, it, check it out, anybody. Like, ooh. it is. You can easily just type in the Swiss water uh, process, and there's a ton of things that come up, and there's diagrams for it. Basically, what it is is when they started it, they did it with the first batch, and and they soak uh, the green coffee, unroasted coffee beans, in in hot water. And what it does is it extracts the uh the hot water extracts the caffeine but it also extracts the flavors the aromas all the nutrients we talked about um it all gets so it, it gets soaked out of the bean and sits and and basically the the beans were there there's nothing left in them so what they did is they discarded the those unsoaked or those extracted beans but that water that was left behind has all that the caffeine the 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 nutrients the aromas the flavors in that water so what they do is they take that water and put it through a charcoal filter and caffeine. Um, yeah, yeah. The caffeine molecules are actually the bigger molecules. So the only thing that gets filtered out is the caffeine. Whereas that, so what's left is the water with the flavors, the aromas, the nutrients, all that. Um, so they then use that water and they soak the next batch of green beans and in, in that hot uh, flavor charged water. And, um, so basically there's that new batch of green, of green beans, uh, is, is getting, is soaking like that first batch, but instead of, uh, extracting everything out, it only extracts the caffeine because, um, that the water's already filled with the flavor and aromas. So it balances out the extraction of yeah. the flavors and aromas. So you're only getting the caffeine extracted out. And that's basically what it is now. Um, Will it taste the same? If you asked me, I'd say no, it would be a small difference. Or, uh, you know, there is right. 
because you know you're you're taking out the flavor and trying to put it back but exactly. you know it does work to a fair right degree. it's for people you know let's say it's for people who don't you know can't handle yeah, caffeine as, as well but the positive to that to that so the the normal decaffeination process they say removes about 96 to 97 percent of the caffeine but this natural swiss water process actually they say takes out 99.9 percent yeah of the caffeine um yeah. and it takes roughly eight hours for that entire process whereas that regular uh chemically written one only takes like an hour or so um, it reminds me of uh chemistry class it really uh, is i it's old, for the, the it old always my binding onto the charcoal trick it's what it, it is it, it's crazy to think that someone could think of this process but Pat, do you know there's a bootleg way to help decaffeinate your coffee in the morning how's yeah. that well I, I can't speak for it because I've never done it because I have no need to do it. I don't want decaf coffee, but you can uh, pour hot water. That hot water is the same as it were with the green beans, if you will, except, you know, here's just your ground coffee. It's been roasted. So you pour a bit of water. You kind of flush out the bean with hot water. Um, and then, you know what? I wonder if you could do it even with whole beans first, kind of soak your whole beans uh in hot water but this of course does get rid of all the uh, health benefits and properties of mm -hmm. the coffee but i am just saying yeah you can decaffeinate your coffee and then grind it and uh it is not a 99.9 percent .9 removal rate you know but <laughs> right it is a way if at nighttime you decide you want coffee but less caffeine you can uh filter your beans and or you can uh when it's already ground pour hot water through it let it uh uh, come through and then pour some of that already ground uh, made coffee out. Um, I would recommend yeah, that's putting an interesting way of doing it. In fact, um, for those who are also, uh, I've never done it. Don't, I'm not yeah. saying anyone, should, <laughs> I have no idea what it tastes like. I imagine you need more coffee than, yeah. Than well, the other, I mean, the, the other, uh, the other, uh, offering of coffee that a lot of people do. And I've actually seen a lot of roasters offer this. It's called a half and half. And it's a blend of half decaffeinated, half caffeinated. So you're getting, the, you're getting the coffee, but you're only getting half the amount of caffeine, which to some people makes a big difference. Yeah, sure, um, it's a party trick, you know. Yeah. Uh, so if you want our coffee and don't want the caffeine, just mix it with decaf mm, coffee. No, I bet it's the, different, but <laughs> I bet the probably the easier answer than all of this on how to decaffeinate your coffee is really our friend Alicia asked one time because i was explaining how i make basically just one cup of a half cup of coffee uh for my wife alexis in the morning and uh now she's up to a full six ounce cup but you know took a while and it's because she enjoyed it and she wanted it but she would get jitters for a full six ounce cup so now she's at a six ounce cup and um and uh, alicia asked really only a half cup of coffee, like actual, like half of six ounces. And I said, yeah. And so if you want, you know, less caffeine, let's say it's nighttime, the harder thing to do, but maybe also the easiest if you consider it in another light is just to have less coffee, have four to six ounces of coffee. Simple as that. Yeah. 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 Um, now is that easy in practice? Not for me. Mm -hmm. It is easy though. I'll tell you, when like you're over and um, let's say we got a few friends in, let's say there's four to five friends on a French press. Well, right away you're getting uh, 
probably six ounces of coffee each if I'm pouring if if I'm doing it correctly and going to the 24 ounce line and all that yeah so I mean that's an easier way to do it with friends and kind of, I, I actually really enjoy doing that when there's company over it's like yeah let's what's you know what's a something to please everybody in an easy fashion a little bit of coffee mm-hmm. so you know just having a little bit less uh, experimenting with that in your in your routines or with your body and whatnot and certainly just know if caffeine affects you uh sorry try uh try again another life man i don't know (laughs) i don't know i you know people do ask us if we are going to get decaf and as you explained it it's kind of yeah i mean it's something we could look into Uh, i mean i know our supplier just by looking at his list uh they do they do offer a um a decaf with this natural uh uh, swiss water Mm -hmm. processed one um Mm -hmm. like i said it is pricier though uh because it's like i said it's so um it's a particular place that does it so um yeah it's just it's just harder to get Um, it is and it's harder for us because we base a lot on uh like consumer first so put it pretty to this if i myself am a consumer what is my maximum i want to uh pay for a great like i know where the coffee i know how it's sourced i know it's organically grown i know all that well i'm willing to pay what we charge and so that i you know in my head that's that's where i i find fair value where where does it end it what if it costs like 10 more dollars per bag for a decaf well you know you know what truthfully though if someone only can drink decaf and they find sure. the value in that and they don't drink as much coffee as you or i do you know we're doing two bags a month at least right um at the rate we drink coffee so yeah maybe you know oh yeah, we can look into it. you know how long it took us to do a podcast people it takes pat and me a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's on a vision board somewhere uh in my mind because i don't i tried a vision board for a bit you know what these are people do these uh vision boards you know what i'm talking about no not it's at exactly all. what it, it's it's a big old let's say it's a cork board in your in your wall or something and you post your ideas and you man that sounds good in practice but i'm so disorganized i'm like ah, i just want to do this today <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> screw the vision uh you know good times is my daily vision so that's good enough for now in my life i'm busy as is with our jobs and our coffee and everything else but you know yeah we can put it on the good times vision board and it'll get there we'll, we'll chug along to that at some point yeah um we try to stick also with coffees that we can get year-round not not all coffees we can get year-round because they just simply don't don't produce them year-round uh some yeah. of them are from smaller farms that just don't have the capacity to do so so Especially- yeah, with our base products, when we first started, when we only had two coffees, uh, three coffees, four coffees, yeah, we don't want to be dealing with anything that you, you can't guarantee you'll be able to get if that's what you're used to. Right. I mean, yeah, especially if that's, you know, someone's favorite coffee. I mean, we could obviously offer a coffee that's only a seasonal, but, you know, if, if people really like that coffee, they can't get it, you know. And maybe that's in the, seasons. maybe that's in the works too, but we're, yeah. we're not sure. You know, there's things on the line. We're open to a lot of things, you know. If there's yeah, a specific yeah. coffee someone really wants, we could look and get in it so we never uh, close the door on anything no that's what makes us good times man uh right. good times are had by trying new things we do believe that mm-hmm. um speaking of which if you ever want to go check out me and pat tasting a coffee for the first time it's on youtube it's uh it's it's the dancing toucan we didn't yeah, know it was the first time we ever tried it before we even knew what it, we were going to even call it that yeah. was it was 
Because a lot of what we call it is based on not just the region, but really how the feel of the coffee is, the taste, how we mm -hmm. feel. Uh, you know, these are things I, I do believe you can really tune into. Uh, that's why I say uh, I, I noted I have a video about me talking about Big Papa, because honestly, Big Papa for me gives me a certain I'm, I'm not going to suggest it's a boost because it's not an energy thing. It's more like a uh, it's not it's meaning it's not directly like this caffeine thing. It's more like ah the, it's just knowing your coffee that's for you kind of thing and you know you know what it is because so many of you know what it is we we see you ordering mostly the same coffee we know you love one it's like yes absolutely it's great to have a reliable favorite in life that you know how it's going to be for you you know how it's going to treat you that's such a blessing uh, that's what i love um what one of the things i love about bringing this great coffee from these great places in the world out to the people it's like yes we finally have a coffee for you Yes. You know, right. Um, I felt like an outlier for so many years because I was trying all these different coffees for a while. I was just trying back when I, you know, I didn't have um, stable money in, in it for at least two years of my working career life at one point, a few years back. And I was just buying uh, the cheapest coffee I could find. Chock full of nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had. Uh, I remember you used to get that one. I've been there. Yeah, that was probably the most reliable one I had. But even that, like I tried a few years back. Uh, when you and I were in business and I think it was at my dad's and I was like, Oh man, I can't believe yeah. I, I, I don't want to name names. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to tear down other companies right. and everything like that. It's just that, you know, I, I could not find for the life of me. Like I, I was just drinking coffee because I was just drinking coffee. I wasn't doing it because I loved it by any measure. It was just kind of like this thing that you just did and you need it, you know? Um, but then I, you know, true love came to be, I guess, I guess true love takes time. <laughs> Not for me say. and my wife, but that's another story. Okay. Um, thanks a lot, Pat. You yeah. are a man. Yeah. Um, everybody, thank you for joining us uh, for our last episode of the year. Uh, you know what? Let's wrap this up as season one. Next year, we'll just call it season two. How about that? I like that. Yeah. Uh, really, thank you everyone for such a great year. Yeah, thank I'll you so much. Update. Especially, I mean, it's the growth that we had this year. Yeah, was probably this is probably the most we've grown out of the few years we've been. We've yeah, been we we measure that in uh, really new friends. Like we are yeah, meeting sure. so many great people, and uh, uh, makes my heart happy. I do want to give one solid update on what's going on with um, our donations that we're going to make tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, even this morning, we had a few orders come in. Yep. So every single order. Uh, made this month is is uh, a collective donation from all of us we, we we don't feel like we're the ones doing it we feel right. like everybody uh, who has purchased coffee this month has made that uh, such a value add for for the world at large and right i haven't seen the totals yet but i mean from the, from the amount of orders we had just in the month of december yeah i can i can tell you that it's it's going to be a significant amount so I, it, I, it, I, it really yeah, is great yeah right like uh, man um I've been, I've kind of been holding back on doing the counting until the last day. Cause I want to kind of surprise. Right. I started to look at it a week ago and it, it was a lot. So I, right. I, uh, I, I kind of figured I'd wait till, you know, till, you know. I mean, I'm not above divulging. I mean, other than like the recipes, I will never divulge. <laughs> I won't tell you that, but I'm saying you know, I'll, I'll divulge uh, to you and, and maybe you gather from what Pat and I are saying. This, this is, been our best year in business and toward the end of the year, especially, I don't know if people have been ordering specifically because of the donations that, that we're taking part in. Um, 
right. you know, and it, even if you are, you know, you get the benefit of having the coffee yourself. Right. Too, and that is something we, we would like to continue doing in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The donation. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, this was uh, um, a blessing that we're that, that we can do this. And, right. Man, such a good thing. So thank you for being part of good times uh, every step of the way. And uh, from our hearts out to yours, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Happy new year. Enjoy 2021. I've heard uh, many people say that they probably will over this year. So, <laughs> you know, pretty easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't, you know, don't even set the bar too high. Just like right. set it midway and you'll feel good about it in no time. So, hey, we're all in, uh, we're all in this world together. One love with you all. Good times.